Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to the program. It is I... Uh, Rob Zakari, it's Rob Zakari show. We are live once again here on the 13th, is it 13th or is it the 14th? I don't even know what the hell day it is, but it's one of those days. It's 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 the day it's the day before uh, Valentine's Day. So if you got a girlfriend or you have a boyfriend or whatever you got. <laughs> Me, I, whatever. Make sure you uh, go uh, do something nice. Buy some uh, roses. Maybe buy uh, uh, some uh, chocolate. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe you go buy some shoes at. Uh, well, you can't at Nordstrom's anymore because uh, I'll just say get some Ivanka Trump shoes. But now that. Uh, Nordstrom's not carrying the line anymore. You can't buy him there. You can't buy him there. We're going to talk about that later in the show, but question, did you guys see the Grammys? Who saw the Grammys last night? Who saw the I Listen, I feel, uh, I feel guilty. I, I, I feel guilty. Okay? I, I, feel, I feel guilty. I feel guilty as a race because Adele... One, I do. Even if she's not from America, just the fact that she's she's white, I feel guilty because that's the new thing. The new thing is if somebody that's white or Asian, if you're non-black and you beat somebody that's black, you then have to apologize for beating that person. And then you have to say, how you're not worthy of whatever you won, and the person that you beat is more deserving, is more worthy, they're better, they're all of these things. That's where we are now. So you can't be happy if you're not black and you win an award over somebody else, but you can't. You, you got to be like, oh, oh, I won? Oh, man, this sucks. This is crap. I, I totally should not have won this award, okay? I totally, I shouldn't have won this award, all right? I suck. I'm a loser. I, I'm what, okay? I, I suck. Did I say I suck? Well, I'll say it again. I, I'm bad. Bad white man. Bad white man. Pooh, I spit on myself. Pooh, pooh. I spit. That's what you got to do now. That's what you got to do. So I feel I'm I feel ashamed that I was happy to see Adele win last night. I I was like, oh my god, let me get a, a knife. Let me carve my eyes out. Let me carve them out now. 
But that that's the gimmick. That's the gimmick. If you beat somebody that's black, if you, if you beat them, you then, if you give a speech, say that the person that you beat is better than you. Oh, my God. I, it's just bizarre. It, it really is. It's just so bizarre. Again, when did this happen? I would say these past eight years. I, I got to say these past eight years. Under the Obama regime, we saw this um, bizarre Yeah, I mean, people are in the booth. They're like giving me, they're writing on paper dates, planing. That's the other one. I never heard of planing. Never heard of that. But I guess, again, it was created during the Obama era. Now, listen, I'm not one of these white genocide, uh, you know, uber alt writers. I'm furthest from that. I'm I'm furthest from that. But I will say, there's definitely an attitude as it pertains toward, um, I don't know, getting a job. Anytime somebody white gets something over, somebody with color, it's not because they're deserving. It's not because they earned it. It's strictly white privilege. And the only reason that they won that award or they got that job or or whatever was because they're white. And the boss uh, is white, so he just wanted to give it to one of his white boys. Or the organization is controlled by whites and they don't like blacks and they only like whites. So that's why they gave the award uh, to that, uh, that person. I mean, it, it's definitely a shift. Again, I'm not talking about white genocide and all this wacky alt-right type stuff. Hey, okay? There. Listen, there's a difference between those of us who are straight up Republican slash conservative and then those of us that are, uh, you know, Alex Jones, uh, alt-right, white genocide, Republican, conservative types. There, 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 there's a difference, and it, it's like right in the middle. I'm not talking about cucks, okay? I'm furthest from a cuck. A little, I'm a little more uh, hard-edged, but I'm definitely not in the white genocide group. But I will say there's a disturbing pattern as it pertains to white performers winning awards and beating somebody that's black, where then they have to apologize for winning. And that's completely and utterly wacko. 
I mean, it really is. It's wacko. So Adele won last night album of the year, record of the year, and song of the year. And man, oh man, the internet lit up. The, the 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 Twitter world lit up, the Facebook world lit up, all of the uh, hard left websites lit up, your Daily Beasts, your Vox, Beyonce was robbed, it, racism, racism, like I said, it, it's, it's racism now, it's just racism, that, that's how the left controls any argument. But even now, as far as uh, awards or and, and things of that nature, oh, that person didn't win it, racism. Oh, that person did get racism. Racism, right? Oh, Jesus. And it's not like it's Demi Lovato, okay? It's not like it's... It's not like it's... Uh, uh, Katy Perry. You're talking about Adele. All right? You're talking about if you just base it off of record sales, okay? If you if you just base it off of the success, that record 25 and that song Hello outsold Beyoncé's Lemonade by, by millions. I mean, really had by millions. So it's not like it's Demi Lovato, Cool for the Summer, or the other song where she's talking about being fat. It's like when Taylor Swift won that award and Kanye West runs up on stage. Taylor Swift doesn't deserve... The record she won that 1984, 1989, or whatever the hell it was. I mean, you're talking about a monster record. I gave it to privilege. Oh, okay. All right. So now we get Adele. Oh, Adele, she shouldn't have won the award. Well, why? Because Beyonce's Lemonade was empowering. And it had a made a statement. It, Okay, and, well, just for that alone, it being this social conscious, well, when when did it become music had to be a, a, a social message? When did that happen? When did that happen? When, when was Michael Jackson just beat it? Just beat it. When, when was that a social message? It's not talking about Michael Jackson. Talking about Thriller. Talking about John Landis directing a 20-minute zombie video. Really? When was that a social conscious song? I thought music it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel sad. It's an emotion. When did it become... You had to have a, a, a relevant social message. When? when? When did that happen? And then what's even funnier, 
listening to everyone on the left talk about the Beyonce performance as this they were cherishing the fact that she's a mom to be And she was displaying a stomach that had blobs in them. Blobs. Blobs. Nothing but we matter. That's what was in her. That's what's in her now. That's what you saw last night. Blobs. Because they weren't Babies. They weren't babies. Not according to the left. Those aren't babies. But yet, that's what everybody was was, was celebrating. Oh my God, it was just so... Oh, and it, it brought a tear. There she is. And she's holding her unborn children in her stomach. And we're watching the glow as she's dressed as... Queen, oh my God, her children are going to remember this as they get older. Again, according to the left, what's inside of her? Human beings. They're not children. They're blobs. They're, They're not human beings. As far as the left is concerned, it is not a human being Until it exits the woman's vagina or stomach. That's the only time what is inside Beyonce is a human being. But you wouldn't have known that. Last night, listening to people on the left hit Twitter today and hit all the websites like the Daily Beast, the Huffington Post. Listen to them and, and reading the stuff uh, that they wrote, you would have thought they were all pro-lifers. The way they talked about what was inside Beyonce, you would have thought they were all pro-lifers. Oh, my God. Oh, the, the, the feeling, those babies, those twins. The, no, they're blobs. That's what's inside Beyonce. So last night, the left was marveling at this woman carrying goo inside of her stomach. Goo, because they're not human beings. They are not human beings. If you are on the left, you could not watch last night emotional over that performance and the symbolism and the fact that the mom introduced her and here she is pregnant and the twin. You can't get emotional on that. You can't get emotional on that and look at Beyonce and, and, and imagine those babies inside her and get all choked up and then before abortion. And before a doctor 
sticking a a a suction tube up a woman's vagina and uh and, and then like a, a a a knife instrument whatever the hell it is where they chop up the baby because it's a partial birth abortion it's a, it's a hack job you can't say what that's not a baby in there that's not that's not a human being a woman has every right to do what she's doing because that's not a human being that's nothing in there it's goo it's nothing the doctor's not hacking up anything it's goo it's me- but then look beyond they go, oh my God, there's shit in there. This is so emotional. How the hell can you get emotional over Beyonce and what's inside her and not get emotional from every other girl that's walking down the street at four and five months pregnant who goes and gets a partial birth abortion where they got to suck out an arm, suck out a leg, suck out the head. Or a woman goes to Colorado where they do abortion eight months because she doesn't want to give birth to a kid that's retarded. She doesn't want to give birth to a kid who's missing an arm. So she goes to a place in Colorado where they perform abortions at seven and eight months. Well, that's her right. That's not, come on, that's not a, Human? What? That's not that. That's not a human. No, it's born. Oh, Beyonce, she's dead. Oh, my God. It's just so amazing. Those babies inside of her. Oh. As far as the left's concerned, the way they feel, technically, they to look Beyonce and said, oh, wow. It's a, it's a fat black broad. That's what's on stage right now. A fat black broad uh, dressed as Cleopatra. Technically, that's what the left should have been saying last night. If they're be consistent in their position about abortion. And a right to choose. If they're going to be consistent. They should have looked at Beyonce last time and went, wow, a fat black broad dressed as a queen. Oh, that's kind of neat. Am I is my strip club? What am I at? at one of them, them shows in Vegas where it's kind of like half nudity, but it's, it's done classy. It's done in a classy way. No, of course not. Beyonce. So, babies. Oh, this is the most emotional thing I've ever seen. Oh. Oh, my God. So, Beyonce does the performance. They get to album of the year, and Adele wins. Outrage. And after Adele wins the last award, she literally has to go up there. I 
wanted to tell you I'm not worthy. And then she breaks the stat. She breaks the Grammy. Give half of it to Beyonce. It's, it's just insane. That's what you have to do now. Now when you're up for the awards and you're like, who am I going against? Oh, I'm going against who? Denzel Water. Oh, damn. All right, if I... If I win, you know, I got to go up there and say, I sucked, and I watched it. Performance was better. I, I only won this award because everybody cat is white. They only like white people. I got to sit on myself. I got to punch my own penis in. I got to get some black woman to stomp on my balls. I got to just put my nuts out and have them kick them in. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. All right. <laughs> so you got to do now. Oh, Beyonce, you are everything. You you are just, you are you. And my 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 life is not complete without you. Oh my! So who won the award? The award. Damn it! Who knew? Oh, oh, that's the game. She's got to. She's got to uh, apologize. <laughs> oh man! Just imagine the. Uh, the, you know, the black folk that are like 80 and 90 years old. Just uh, just imagine them. They're getting attacked by dogs. Getting fire-hosed because they want to go to school. You know? They want to go to school. They want to vote. They're getting fire-hosed. They're having on a bus. Bus is getting fire-bombed. They went through all of this. So Beyonce could get the award. <laughs> you know? Beyonce could 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 get an award so a little white girl, a little British girl, a little white British girl will stand on stage and be like, I don't deserve this award, Beyonce. You deserve you I am so not worthy. I am I am Garbage. Yeah, these eighty, ninety-year-old black folk like that. That that what we fought for. So this 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 what we fought for. Damn. As they're in the rocking chair. Listen. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that the that Beyonce got a award and yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Just amazing. But that's what you got to do now. That's what you got to do. I think Drake. I think it was Drake. Oh, God. No, sorry. I was very professional. I, know it. I think I seen. Uh, was it Drake? I think TMZ caught Drake in like a parking lot. And, and she did the. Uh, 
And uh, Drake's like, sorry, but uh, Beyonce deserved that award, Adele. And then, and then you get the media perpetuates this. If you go to CNN, of course, of course, of course, a a a black senior writer respers France. She's the uh, senior writer, CNN Digital, CNN Money Media and Entertainment. Yes, yes, and her article is racism, why Adele Beyonce at the Grammys. And it starts out with, even Adele thinks Beyonce should have won Album of the Year. No, Adele had to say that. So everybody doesn't beat her up. (laughs) That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. So that's that's Lisa Resper uh, France. That that's her. You know, look, even Adele thinks Beyonce should have won the album of the year. The British pop star tearfully accepted the ceremony's top award Sunday night. She shined a spotlight on a woman. She said she has loved since she was 11 years old. The artist of my life is Beyonce. And this album, to me, the Lemonade album, was just so monumental. Even went that, that according, hey, according to Lisa Respers France of CNN, look, Adele said she's not worthy. She's not worthy. She's not worthy. And then she goes on, certainly for diehard fan base known as the Dad. And for many music critics, Beyonce's Lemonade was a creative masterpiece. But with its racial themes and injury, some are questioning if the project was just too black for Grammy voters. They're all racist. Remember. Remember. Somebody of color doesn't win an award, doesn't get a job, doesn't, whatever it is. The reason is racism. Racism. Author of Memoir, The Education of Evan Powell, and forthcoming biography on rapper Tupac Shakur thinks so. He told CNN, Beyonce's Lemonade made a lot of people uncomfortable because it's so political, so spiritual, so unapologetic black. It's so brutally honest about love, self-love, trust, and betrayal. Kevin Powell knows that. How does he know that? How does he know? That's what I... I I'm going to get, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but we'll reference. If Trump says something, the media and the left instantly, they want facts. How do you back that up? 
What do you mean a million uh, people voted illegally? Where's your facts? Where's your proof? Where is it? It's not good enough. That's not good enough. We want to know the hard facts. Where's the proof? But when someone like Kevin Powell says, lemonade made a lot of people uncomfortable because it's so political, so spiritual, and so brutally honest about love. Okay, Kevin, where's your proof? Where's your proof that Beyonce's lemonade didn't win because it made people feel uncomfortable? Where's your proof? Where's your proof? See, the left doesn't ever, ever have to give proof. It's like when they write articles, whether it's Philip Bump or uh, 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 Ashwan Mashman from the Daily Beast. They're sources. So they write a whole article. Rather, it's all Donald Trump dancing around in his bathrobe or... Uh, Donald Trump is very upset that Melissa McCarthy, uh, uh, Sean Spicer, well, who told you that? Sources. Well, who are the sources? I can't divulge my sources. You just have to trust me. Oh, okay. Sorry, you're on the left. We just have to trust you. But us on the right? No, 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 no. Nope. We, we have to show you Jesus Christ coming off the cross. We got to show you pictures and video of Jesus Christ crawling out of the tomb. We, we, we have to show you concrete evidence. But the left, nah. They can use sources. Anonymous people. Or they could just say blanket statements like Kevin Powell. Many people felt very uncomfortable by Beyonce's lemonade record. And that's why she didn't win the Grammy. Really? You have proof of this. Where's your proof? Where's your proof? People that vote for the Grammys all sat around and went, I can't vote for this. This record makes me very uncomfortable. I feel really queasy inside. You have no proof of that. Oh, but she lost. There's our proof. That's not proof. And three million people voted illegally in this past election. There's no evidence. What do you mean there's no evidence? There's instances of voter fraud here, there's been, look, there's a thing in Texas. So, yeah, but that's a far cry from three million. You don't have proof. Well, I, I have as much proof as you have proof that Beyonce didn't win the Grammys because the Academy's racist. They all fell on lemonade. Kevin Powell goes on. We're still a nation that does not want to deal so directly with truth. Adele's album is strong, but it's just songs about love. It is safe and uncontroversial. It breaks no new ground. And neither do Grammy voters, generally speaking. 
it comes to picking winners of this particular award. And, of course, the article had a whole bunch of tweets. You know, uh, the, 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 uh, the author here, Lisa Respers, has to now validate her and this guy Powell's opinion as news based on uh, tweets from random people. Hashtag these sites become a thing on Twitter Sunday night. For those of you that's about to say, it's not just about Beyonce. A Pac hasn't won OD in almost 20 years. Really? person of color hasn't won an, an award in almost 20 years. Really? Really? Oh. Hashtag Beyonce not winning album of the year is everything that's wrong about Grammys. Mainstream over creativity. Oh, and the Grammys so white. Racism. Racism. The article goes on to say, actually, there's been a few artists of color who've won Album of the Year during that time period. Lauren Hill won for The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Carlos Santana won Spiritual uh, Supernatural uh, one following year. Uh, Speaker Box, The Love Below by Outkast took home the Grammy in 04. And Ray Charles won in 05 for Genius Love Company. In 08, African-American jazz artist Herbie Hancock stirred controversy and disbelief when his album of Joni Mitchell's River, the Joni Letters, took album of the year over Amy Winehouse's Back to Black. <gasps> Where was the outrage? So here's a question. Were those artists given those Grammys because they're black? I mean, do do black people and other people that support the whole, uh, you know, racism claims, Grammy's so white, do, do they just want, like, would they rather have somebody go, hey, we'll give you this award just because you're black? I always wanted to ask these people that. Like, do they, like, for them, is that fine? Hey, we're going to give you this award because you're black. Yeah, but, but my record, it's, it's really good, and it's, and, it, and it's provocative, and it uh, invokes social awareness. Ah, we don't care about that. We're just giving it to you because you're black. You could have made a record, okay, of you having the, the, the squirts, okay? You, you, you could have just went to uh, Tijuana, guzzled uh, uh, like 25 gallons of uh, uh, TJ water, ate some uh, refried, dirty Tijuana beans, 
went back home, put a microphone up to your toilet, and just recorded uh, the drizzling squirts coming out of your rectum. Put that on a record, and guess what? We would have gave you the award. Because you're black. Is, is that what they want? I mean, seriously, is that what they want? I, I got to imagine if you're a real artist and you give a crap about what you do, you would never, ever want anything strictly based color. Or do these people want that? Like, is that, is that, is that where we are now? Is that where we are now? Rather, it's the Grammys, rather it's the Academy Awards, rather it's the, the Emmys, whatever. When the people sit in a room, they go, okay, what do we have uh, uh, for consideration for, uh, you know, uh, best female actor in a TV series? Well, here's all oh, here. We need at least two blacks uh, to, to, so I don't care who, just pick who, who Viola, that's right, Viola, okay, go ahead, her, and her, okay, next uh, best actor in a movie, okay, remember, need two blacks, don't, I don't care who it is, just throw them in there, okay, cool, all right, we got all of our nominations, all right, now, let's go around here, who's gonna win, uh, uh, excuse me, sir, yeah, remember, we need to give at least three awards to three blacks. Okay, so who do you want to go with? Like, who? All right, then, okay, so go him, Denzel. Who else? The guy who says, uh, I'm the captain now of the boat. Okay, yep, give it to him. And the other guy with the scar on his face. Give it, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, but sir, he had three lines in the, in the movie. So, he's black. Doesn't matter. We got to give it to someone. Give it to him. I mean, is that, is, is that what... Black folk and, uh, you know, the Grammy's so white, the Academy Awards so white, the world so white. Is that what they want? To just now just straight out go, all right, here's what we got to do. We have to have four blacks, so it doesn't matter if they're good, doesn't matter anything. Just come up. Whoever comes up here first, you win. All right. You, 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 you. Good. Got it. Is that it? Football coaches, same thing. Doesn't matter if you're good. Doesn't matter if you're a Tony Dungy. Doesn't matter if you're Mike Tomlin. Don't matter. Doesn't it? Doesn't matter. Doesn't you? Doesn't matter. We we need. We got 28 head coaches. We only got three blacks. We need to have three more. Doesn't matter who it is. We just doesn't matter if they're good. Don't matter. Just we just need three more blacks. Anyone. Okay, uh, you, uh, sir, uh, he has no uh, <laughs> college or pro. He, he coaches on little tykes. So he's black. We, got, we need a black. Don't matter. We need one. So little tyke coach, you're the new coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Congratulations. All right, uh, another. I mean, is that what they want? Is that what the Grammy so white people want? Is that what uh, a, a black folk, uh, whoever, doesn't get a gig 
Is that what they want? They want it regardless if they're good. Just give a damn. I'm black. Give it to me. You got five whites. You got to give a black. Give it to me. But you're not good. Don't matter. I'm black. Hmm. Okay. All right. Whatever. Here you go. Here you go. (laughs) Here you go. Unless you're a conservative, unless you're Ben Carson, then you're a jerk-off. We're going to add Ben Carson, Urban uh, House. He's a jerk-off. But yeah, but he's a brain surgeon. He's really smart. Don't matter. He doesn't know anything about urban housing. Well, what did the guy before him? He was a professor at a college. Yeah, so? Oh, okay. Grammy's so white. So when Herbie Hancock won, when, when Herbie Hancock won and beat Amy Winehouse, would it have been fair? And would black folk wanted to hear the only reason Herbie Hancock won is because he's black? He's got good music, not because his record was awesome. I mean, I'm not real familiar with Herbie Hancock except for that one song when I was in sixth grade. That instrumental, that's a great song. Effing great song. But I mean, would would black folk want to hear that? Ah, yeah, here's your award. Well, yeah, wasn't it a great record? Nah, he's black. We owe it to him. And we don't like that junky wine house. So here, here, black, take it. Cast. I, that, that was, if I recall, again, I'm not a big, you know, uh, uh, rap or, 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 or pop guy. I'm a little more metal, hard rock. I know that's so white. But if I recall, uh, the outcast, the, the speaker box, if I recall, isn't that the, hey, uh, hey, uh, isn't that that one? Oh, you got to move it, move me, got the pain on bottom, give in here. Hey, right? Okay. All right, so they won. They won back in uh, 04. Did they win because he's black and he had a big afro? Hey, Outcast, here you go. Here's your award. Oh, you guys like the music? It, it sold phenomenal. Everybody was playing it in every bar, in every club. It don't really matter to us. You're black. You got a big afro. Here you go. I mean, like, really? That, that How would people, how would blacks have felt back then if that was the narrative? Not that the song, you know, the, the Hey Ya, or whatever the hell it was, and they had that other one. Sorry, Miss Dayton. Sorry, I'm her. I mean, the, 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 record, the record had big hits. No matter where you went, that song was playing. Just like Adele, hello. I can't go to an effing grocery store. I walk into Vaughn's, and I'm either hearing hello or I'm hearing the other one. Never find somebody like you. Oh, man, you're walking in Vaughn's at 1 o'clock in the morning. That song comes on, and you're sitting here going, what a effing loser I am. I'm alone, wandering Vaughn's, 
buying a frozen pizza and cheese fizz. And I'm listening to Adele. I'm going to go kill myself. That's not how you, how you gauge. It has to have a social message. Well, okay. I don't know if, uh, if the outcast guys had a social message. It was just a record and that music that swept the nation. I mean, can't music just be music? Can't music just be, I want to hold your hand? I want to hold your hand. Can't it just be that? Can't it just be something that, like, everybody knows? I, I don't know. When Carlos Santana won for the, the Supernatural. It's the same thing. The people go, ah, man, we, we got it. We need a Mexican. Well, he's not really Mexican, sir. He's, he's more Cuban-y or, you know what? We don't even know, really know what the hell Carlos Santana is. Is he Mexican? He's something, okay? He's, he's Latin. All right? All right? All right? Just give him the effing award. Don't care if it's good. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care if it's mariachi music. I don't care if it's... If it's just give him the award. We need minority for that award. And would people have been cool with that? Would people have been cool with articles written, CNN talking about Carlos Santana won uh, the Grammy this year because, well, he's Latin. And the Academy decided, got to give it to a minority. People would freak. People would be like, wow. So you're taking away the, the accomplishments and, 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 you know, the art. You're, you're, you're doing, wow. I mean, people would lose their minds. But yet, that's what these people want. That's what these people want. Got to get so racist if you don't give. Okay, fine. There. There you go. You got it. But I, I would. I'd love to ask some of my. I, I don't have a lot of black friends. So I could be one of those people that go, my black friends. <laughs> but, but some of my black friends that do have. See, they don't play into all this racism stuff. They really don't. Maybe I maybe I just have super white black friends. But they just don't play into this. I, I got I got a friend who's an LAPD officer. He's been on the force for uh, thirteen years. And prior to him being on the force, he was in the adult I don't know. He just, I, he doesn't play into this. Oh man, they should be giving that to so and so because he's black. I would, I would hate to have anything due to I'm Italian or I'm white, and I know that those, those, ne- those, those Grammy so whites. Are like anytime you get something, it's because of your white privilege. Really? 
<laughs> really? Yet all these people lose their SH if they say Obama only won because he was black. What? How could you say that? Obama gets a pass because he's black. It's just like a, 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 a racist white man to disparage the accomplishments of a black man. And if he lost, what would you be hearing? The only reason Obama lost because he's black. Because America doesn't have enough guts to vote for a black man. They're racist. It's the truth, man. Seriously. Seriously. And this person goes on, since its release in April of 2016, the album has been hailed by women of color for reflecting their experience. Video album rights black women back into the national regional histories by making them the rightful inheritors of the Southern Gothic tradition. Sandria F. Robinson wrote for Rolling Stone, Beyond Strong and Magic, Lemonade asserts that black women are alchemists who are at once of the past, present, and future, changing and healing their physical, chemical, and spiritual world around them. And Adele, Adele acknowledged that power and acceptance speech, damn it. That fat white bitch. You are light, Adele said from the stage. As Beyonce cried in the audience. And the way you make me and my friends feel. The way you make my black friends feel is empowering. Now, when Adele said my black friends, a lot of black folk didn't like that either. What does she mean, black friends? What does she mean, black friends? See, people online lose their minds on that. It's like Adele's like, oh, it's like I can't win. I'm sitting here telling the girl she's, she's better than me. I'm spitting on myself on stage. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking my trophy in half. I'm telling her that I'm not worthy. I tell her my black friends feel, oh, now I'm bad for saying my black friends. <laughs> oh. Oh. <sighs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Very, very upset. <laughs> so then, uh, again, the, the 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 article goes on. I mean, it, it's just oh, man. You know, <sighs> just goes on and on. Just griping and you know, the racist, racist, racist. Black women, this race is okay. Um, let's see what else. Because then it just just keep going on. I mean, you could only, 
listen, you could you could only and and and, and oh, they racist, racist, you're racist, white suck, you're horrible, you're garbage. All these black folks should have won this because they're black. Forget being good. Because I mean, really, it, it's subjective. Like I said, it'd be different if Beyonce lost to Demi Lovato. I get it. But you're talking about Adele. Same thing when she lost to Taylor Swift. Now, you could be somebody that doesn't like Taylor Swift, and you love Clint, so you're going to say, oh my God, this is racism. But you can't say that Taylor Swift and her music is garbage, some unlistened to drivel, and the only reason that she won is she's white, and it was to punish the black purple. Punish the black people. Same thing with Adele. Can't sit there and say Adele sucks. Can't say that her music isn't listened to. Can't say that her music's not popular. Can't say that. Now, if you don't like Adele and you love Quinn Bath, then of course. But if you're being honest with yourself and you're not one of those people, you got to admit, okay, a performer and a record that is more popular. I mean, you know, amazing. So there you go. Grammys, so racist. Grammys, so white. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari. She'll be right back after these words. Yeah.
say, the great one. Call me the great one, Robert Zakali. <sighs> All right, so listen. I got a question, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm not trying to be a smartass. But do you all know who Andrew Sullivan is? Do you all know, you all know who Andrew Sullivan is, right? You know, he's a, a, well, I guess he's a conservative. He says he's a conservative. Sorry, conservative blogger. He's a homosexual uh, conservative blogger. Right? From England. And he's got AIDS. He's HIV positive. When I say AIDS, people go, no, it's HIV positive. He doesn't have AIDS. It's HIV positive. I got a question. You, I, I'm wondering if, if Andrew Sullivan's um, medicine is, is, is messing with his brain. Seriously. Listen, I, I, there are studies. Listen to me. There's studies. But people that have HIV AIDS, or just HIV, not AIDS, not full-blown AIDS, just HIV. Over a period of time, the meds that they take starts to mess with their brains. I, I'm, not, I'm not joking around. I'm not, having a, I'm not having a joking moment here. I'm just wondering if we are now at the point where Andrew Sullivan is not playing with a full deck. That his HIV medication is maybe starting to F with his brain. I'm, ju- I'm just wondering. He did a article. And th- this is the new narrative. This is like the new, we're going to push this talking point. And that is Donald Trump is mentally unstable. Now, it's not really new because during the camp, during the primary, remember, Hillary Clinton alluded to this, okay? She alluded to this. Donald Trump was unstable. Donald Trump was unhinged. Do you really want him controlling the nuclear codes? Now, I don't necessarily think uh, it worked, considering Hillary Clinton lost the election. Yeah, but she won the popular vote. Okay. She won, she won, she won the most votes in California and New York. Okay. Too bad New York and California don't decide elections. Narrative. From Hillary Clinton and Robbie Mook and the rest of the Democrats that Trump is somehow cuckoo, crazy, nuts. He's insane. It didn't work. And now they're rolling that narrative out again. Now they're rolling that narrative out again. Rather, it's Andrew Sullivan 
who's writing a, uh, uh, it's a, it's a New Yorker piece called The Madness of King Donald. And then, of course, CNN puts it on uh, their website. Remember, CNN is an extension of the Democrat Party. When Obama was in power, when the Democrats were in power, when they controlled the White House, CNN was state-run media. Followed by MSNBC, followed by CBS, followed by ABC, followed by uh, NPR, followed by uh, Huffington Post. I mean, the list goes on. Basically, 95% of the media take out Breitbart and Fox News. And that Fox News isn't even, you can't really include Fox News. Maybe now you can. But you couldn't before. Megyn Kelly wasn't a, a, a you know, a, a mouthpiece for the Republican Party or for Trump. Kelly wasn't. Megyn Kelly was no friend to Trump or the Republicans for that matter. But you know what? Let's not split hairs. Fine. Fox News, Breitbart. That's it. Yeah, but what about talk radio? (sighs) Yeah. Where you can only listen to it if you're in your car. Download (laughs) the podcast. Uh, Okay, yeah. Just stop. Stupid. I hate people on the left who, who, oh, the media, what are you talking about? Well, look at talk radio and then Fox News. Ugh. Please. You go to an airport, you got CNN. Go to a doctor's office, you got CNN. New York Times, Democrat propaganda. Washington Post, Democrat propaganda. Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, Hollywood. Every single half-hour show with the exception of Tim Allen can't even you can't even put on late night TV can't even bust your ass all day at work you know maybe you work that 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 later shift that you get off at uh, nine ten o'clock maybe you're uh, you know uh, 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 I don't know a subway work whatever you work until ten or eleven o'clock. Come home, jump in the shower. You just want to watch something that's not the news. Eh, let me see what Jennifer Lawrence is up to. Let me, let me, let me see what, what, what she's doing. Let me see that hot piece. But you can't because you got Colbert with Nazis, uh, Donald Trump, Nazi, Nazi, I'm a Nazi, 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 Nazi. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can I, can I watch Jennifer Lawrence's breasts? Can I do that? Or maybe I'm a homosexual. Maybe I, I, want, I want to watch uh, Bradley Cooper's junk. Maybe I want to see the outline of his, of his Johnson. But I can't. Because I got, I got to watch Colbert talk about Nazis. I, I, got, I got to watch uh, Conan. I got to watch all of these people call me part of Hitler Youth. F me, man. 
F me. So here's the new narrative, which isn't really new. It's just a recycled narrative. But now he's the president of the United States. Donald Trump is crazy. So CNN, the Democrats' propaganda tool, they have uh, Andrew Sullivan's piece, or it's, you know, a condensed version. And, of course, Andrew Sullivan went on that Brian Stetler, that little prick. It's got to be, listen, I'm no looker, okay? I'm not a fashion model by any means. But Brian Stetler has got to be the ugliest, trolliest, liberal douchebag walking today. Like I said, I'm no Brad Pitt. I get that. Okay? I get that. But I guarantee you, guarantee you, you put me up against Brian Stetler, nine out of ten women will go for me before that troll. Looking at him is disturbing. It's like it's like looking at Joan Walsh <laughs> or or Joanne Reed with that horrible wig that she wears. It is. It's just disturbing. It's just disturbing. So Stetler has Andrew Sullivan on, and and the whole concept is Trump is bonkers. He lies. He lies. He lies. Anybody that, that lies this much, anybody that lies this much, you have to question their mental and psychological health. Only thing that they can bring up that they call just a, a crazy lie is when Trump said two to three million people illegally voted. And like I said in the first segment, the left, on a daily basis, gets away with anonymous sources, uh, uh, sources that have signed confidentiality agreements, hearsay, or talking to one person. And then using whatever that one person said as a blanket for an entire population. And they get away with it every day, 50 times a day. Donald Trump's parading around the White House bathrobe. Who told you that? Sources. And then Trump and Spicer push back. He doesn't have a bathrobe. And people on the left, Twitter pictures up from like 25 years ago of Trump in a bathrobe. They're like, see? What's that mean? Well, if you wore a bathrobe 25 years ago, why is it inaccurate, uh, unfair? Why? He's wearing one now. But who said that? Well, we just just people. They never have to have proof. When it comes to us on the right, got to have proof. Like I said, if we said there's Jesus Christ, no, not. He came off the cross. No, he didn't. We want video. We have to dig up the bones. Here, these are Jesus's bones. No, they're not. 
Those are dog bites. Okay. Look, here's a video of Jesus getting killed. No, it's not. It's Passion of the Christ. So the thing the left says that makes Trump crazy is two to three million people voted illegally. And they go, where's where's the proof? Well, okay, a woman in Texas just got convicted of voter fraud. Okay, that's one. Well, all right. Are you going to tell me? And this is what I love again. It's, 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 it's having the media behind you. It's, it's having a state-run media behind you. And that's how you get away with it. That's how you get away with stories and articles that have no sources, no names. And then the narrative takes hold, and there's absolutely not a shred of evidence to prove what the left is telling America is. They don't ever produce documents. I mean, look at that Russian dossier. The dossier. It was just a bunch of hearsay. It was just a bunch of uncooperated hearsay that became a national story, and it's still a story. It's over the weekend had it as a big, big headline. Authorities have now confirmed some aspects of the Russian dossier. And you're like, oh, my God, what, what aspects? And then you read the article, and, and, it, and it's nothing more than uh, authorities in this instance have uh, confirmed that this Russian operative uh, was talking to that Russian operative. So there you go. Well, what about all the peepee stuff? What about that? Well, that no, no. But but the fact that this part, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So where Andrew Sullivan says Trump is just certifiably crazy is the fact that he said two to three million people illegally voted. We on the right point to instances, whether it's Texas or other states, where people have committed voter fraud. Rather it's 20, rather it's 30. And instantly the left goes, yeah, but that's not two or three million. Well, there's never been a real investigation. There's never really been an audit. That's like saying the drunk driving statistics in the United States, 175,000. I'm just throwing out numbers here. Work with me, guys, okay? 650,000. That's how many people uh, drink and drive every year. Well, how do you get that number? Well, we went to uh, police departments all across the United States, and they gave us, uh, you know, numbers of how many drunk driving arrests. So you're going to tell me that the 650,000 is the only people that drive drunk? Or is it the people that got caught? I mean, with just a little digging. Like, 
a smidgen of digging. The media was able to turn up Trump's daughter, who was registered to vote in two states, Steve Bannon, who was registered to vote in two states. That was just a little bit. That was just the media going, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to stick it to him. Yeah, look, look, your own people are registered to vote in two states. Now, if Bannon or the daughter voted in both states, digging, like not even a sniff, not even just like a, not like a half a sniff, they were able to dig up two or three people, part of the Trump crew. Imagine if an audit was done across the entire state of California of Texas, of uh, New York, of uh, Mississippi. I mean, imagine, imagine if you had a statewide, nationwide audit. You're going to tell me you're only going to turn up 10 cases of voter fraud here, five cases of voter fraud there? If without even trying, you turned up three people that are part of Trump crew that are registered to vote in two states, what do you think you would find if you audited the entire voting system? Come on, man. I mean, and and so according to Andrew Sullivan, this makes Trump crazy. Oh, he's crazy. This, this, this has been debunked. No, it has been debunked. Has it been debunked? When the left says prove it, well, you prove it's not true. You prove that it's not true. If you found three people that are connected to the Trump crew that are registered to vote in two states, doesn't that mean? That that's voter fraud, or at least the start of voter fraud, they would have voted and cast two ballots. So you prove that there's not millions of people that are like Bannon and Tiffany Trump. You, why, why, why all of a sudden do we have to prove? Because if we don't prove it, we're crazy. But you get a pass with everything. You don't have to prove anything. And the only way they get away with it is because they control the media. They control Twitter. They control Facebook. They, they control every aspect of the message. So they're able to get away with it. So someone like Andrew Sullivan is obviously having some brain difficulty because of his HIV medicine, is able to get away with writing an article that questions the president's mental health, all based on the claim of two to three million people voted illegally. I mean, do you guys realize that out here in California, uh, Los Angeles to be exact, we have a state legislature named Kevin Leon, okay? And I was going to do a big piece on this 
but I'll give you a little taste right now. Kevin DeLeon, okay, gave a speech the other day where he bragged that half his family, half his family, half his family are illegals who possess fake Social Security cards, fake driver's licenses, fake green cards, and half of his family, because of all of this, now fall in line with Trump's new immigration proposals that would deport all of them. So, if you have a state legislature giving a speech, like not giving an F, and saying half his family, half his family, so let's say six, seven, I mean, he is Mexican, they do have lots and lots of kids, so let's just say six, that just six, if he has six family members, that literally don't give a F about having fake Social Security cards, fake green cards, fake driver's licenses, why would they give a F if they vote illegal? So while they're sitting there with their Social Security card, which is illegal, and they're sitting there with their a green card, and it's fake, and that's illegal. When their driver's license, which is fake, and that's illegal. So here's DeLeon's family members, and they, they have all these fake documents. And somebody puts a voter registration form in front of them. Why are we to assume that they would go, oh, no. I can't vote. That would be illegal. Well, what about the driver's license? That's okay. What about the social security card? That's okay. What about the 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 the, the your your green card? That's okay too, senor. But the voting? No, I can't vote. That's illegal. Are you effing kidding me? But that's what the left and Andrew Sullivan says Trump is crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy for suggesting that two to three million people voted illegally. They can't prove it, which makes him crazy, which makes them, uh, rather it's uh, uh, Bill Maher or it's uh, Al Franken, to start talking about impeachment because Trump is unfit to be the president. And according to the Constitution, uh, I think Article 24, 25, I don't know, one of them, one of those things. <laughs> the mental fitness of the president can be questioned. And it's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. 
absolutely ludicrous. You have a California state legislature telling the world that half his family has fake government documents. And it's crazy for anybody to say, I bet they voted. Well, prove it. Well, okay. I'll, I'll try with their documents. I, I can't even prove who they are. They got fake documents. Jesus Christ. That's what I call it. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, help me. Jesus Christ. And then the other thing is the murder right. Oh, for the president to, 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 to talk about the murder rate. Which if you actually looked at what Trump said. It was not a statistic that was pulled out of thin air. Homicide rate got to the number that he's talking about. Now, if Trump came out and said, you know what, I misspoke. I was talking about this one month in particular during this year. Then he would be correct. But the mere fact that he won't do it drives the left crazy. Drives the left crazy. And the more they question it and and bitch about it, the more Trump's going to say, you know what? Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Why should I? Why should I do it to appease you? If I'm wrong, you said I was wrong. Okay. Now I'm going to move on. You told everybody I was wrong. Those people then can uh, look the statistics up and they can judge for themselves. But these are the two things that Andrew Sullivan says uh, that Trump is crazy. The, the, the two, two things, the, the murder rate and the uh, two or three million people that voted illegally. These are the two things. So he's pushing this narrative. Al Franken. And again. Here's an example of the left and how able to get away with saying something stones pretty dramatic. They have no proof, but they get a pass. So Al Franken said, I think the president of the United States is, is mentally unfit. He's, he's, he's cuckoo. And then Al Franken said, I've talked to a few Republicans. I've talked to a few Republicans who've also 
echoed my sentiment. They've also are questioning mental stability. So here's Al Franken saying, I think the president is cuckoo. I think he's crazy. And I talked to a few Republicans, and they also are saying, hey, man, I think the president is mentally Now, how do you get proof of that? How do you get proof of that? And nobody said to Franken, well, who are the senators? Well, I can't, you know, reveal their names. Oh, okay. Well, then it's, it's true then. And then that story gets printed. So the people read that story and they go, wow. So there's Republicans that are saying Trump is, is crazy. Well, you don't know if that's true. It's only true because Al Franken says it's true. And the media goes, all right, well, if Al Franken, who's a Democrat, says it's true, then it has to be. Nobody said prove it. Prove that. Prove it. Prove these. Who are these? Well, I can't tell you the name. Well, if you're not going to say these names, then we can't print this story. You talking about these Republicans. That, that's hearsay. We're, we're printing a story off of hearsay. Well, I'm the great Al Franken. You're just going to have to trust me. See, the left gets away with that. The right? Never. The minute the right says, I was talking to some people out in New Hampshire, and they talk about people being busted in to vote, prove it. I am George Stephanopoulos, and I want you to prove it. Well, wait a minute. Did you demand Al Franken to prove that Republicans are coming up to him and they're saying, hey, we're questioning Trump's mental stability? Did you? Of course. So, so why on our side, why on our side are we called crazy? Because we're not proving Names and places and, and, and people. Why? Exactly. Because Democrats control media. That's why. So they get away with it. Democrats get away with Al Franken saying, I talked to some Republicans. Who did he talk to? Can't tell you that. Just take my word for it. I talked to a bunch of them. Oh, okay. And when we say they bust people in New Hampshire, that's a lie. No, it, it happened. I talked to somebody. Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. So you got Andrew Sullivan, Al Franken, Bill Maher. Bill Maher doesn't count. Bill Maher is a jerk off. And the sad thing is I actually went to a Bill Maher show like two years ago. That's, that's the sad thing. I put money in his pocket. I guess, that would, <laughs> I guess that would make me a jerk off, not him a jerk off. Makes me a jerk off because I put money in his pocket. So really, I'm the jerk off. <laughs> I'm the jerk off. But the narrative, let's see how it plays out. Let's see 
long they keep this going. Let's see if they, I don't know, get some type of traction off of, oh, Donald Trump is crazy. Donald Trump is nuts. He's mentally unfit. But I'll tell you this, Andrew Sullivan needs to be careful with his uh, HIV medicine because I think that's making his brain get a little haywire. Rob's the Carrots, Rob's the Carrots Show. Listen, we'll be right back after these words. Yeah, uh. Build a wallet, just got 10 feet higher. Build a wallet, just got 10 feet strong. It is um, general 
Michael Flynn resigned Monday night. He kind of knew that was coming. And, and it wasn't that uh, the media was going crazy with Michael Flynn. It wasn't that. Uh, it was when reports came out that he basically told uh, Pence and Trump um, information uh, was incomplete, I guess you could say. I guess that's what Flynn is uh, using. You knew it was done. So when the press was losing their minds just because the guy and his son had talked about, you know, Muslims in the past and so forth and so on, uh, that that wasn't going to get him. And I knew that wasn't going to get him. But when it came out that he basically lied to Pence and Trump, there was no way he was going to survive that. So uh, Flynn resigned. Um Apparently, um, communication with um, Russian officials pre-Trump um, taking office uh, was uh, uh, the basic premise of the firing. Um, his resignation letter, like I said. This just broke. Well, I mean, it, it broke a few minutes ago, so I haven't been able to uh, fully uh, digest this. I haven't been able to fully digest it, but let me uh, uh, read a little. I am uh, tendering my resignation, honored to serve our nation and American people in such a distinguished way. I know with the strong leadership of Donald Trump uh, and Vice President Mike Pence and the superb team by they are assembling, this team will go down in history as one of the greatest pregnancies in U.S. history. I inadvertently briefed the vice president-elect and others with incomplete information regarding my phone calls with the Russian ambassador. I have sincerely apologized to the president and the vice president, and they have accepted my apology. So that was in um, his... Uh, his resignation, his inadvertently, uh, inadvertently, um, and I guess uh, in the conversation that uh, Flynn had with the Russian ambassador, um, they did speak about sanctions, among other matters, uh, during the December call. Uh, but then after uh, everybody found out about the call, um, Pence told CBS News that he did not talk with uh, that Flynn did not talk with Kalensky or whatever his name is, the Russian guy, <laughs> the Russian guy, about the sanctions. Um, so he lied. So he did. He lied. Pence said they did not discuss anything that had to do with the United States' decision to expel diplomats or impose censure against uh, Russia. So he lied. So once that came out, you knew he was done. 
He knew he was done once that came out. And then I guess the, um, let's see here. Said, that, I love when they say these, um, White House Warren Flynn could be blackmailed by Russia. That that was the other, uh, you know, information that came out. So once that happened, and once it was revealed that he lied to, uh, funny, it, with that press conference today, and that's uh, when Trump had the press conference with uh was it Trudeau uh the 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 Canadian president there or prime minister whatever the hell they call him what was funny was Spicer didn't call on any of the usual suspects which which sets them up it sets the media up and we've had this discussion countless times before remember the media you know, I know those of you who listen to this program on a daily basis uh, have heard this rant before, but I'll say it again. The media, okay, were nothing more than the losers, booger eaters, fart sniffers. They they were the 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 lowest rung of humanity when they were in high school. Started when they were in fourth and fifth grade. They they would go to school with the lice and they gave uh all the other kids lice. And then it just uh, progressed as they got into high school. That's the press. And their journalism teacher told them that if they go to school and get a degree they then can write for Rolling Stone, or they can write for the Daily Beat, whatever. And they will instantly get popular. They will instantly be invited to parties. They will instantly transform from the booger-eater fart sniffer that couldn't get a date to the prom or the scene ball to then being somebody that gets invited to five-star restaurants and gets to fly on Air Force One. So when these booger eaters who are sitting in the front row at these uh, press briefings, the White House press briefings, and they're passed over from somebody uh, at Breitbart or the Daily Caller or a Skype uh, some interview from uh, uh, you know on Skype from Louisiana or 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 Wichita, Kansas. Man, they lose their mind. They're like, whoa, oh, whoa, oh my God! I I went to college. I got a degree in journalism. I was told I was going to be cool, and you're you're picking somebody, some 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 a hole from. Right, Bart? Oh, my God. I am Andrea Mitchell. 
I've been I've been effing this old decrepit nasty Alan Greenspan for the last twenty five thirty years. I've been I've been doing some of the dirtiest, filthiest, and now I don't get called on to ask a question. They're like the the the. They're like the guy crying when the Hindenburg went down. Oh, the humanity! Oh dear. That they're, they're oh my god. So today, the press lost their mind. Why? Because they wanted to ask Trump his uh, the general Flynn. What, what's going on with General Flynn? Are you gonna fire him? What's going on with General? But the person from the Daily Caller, they they didn't ask Trump about that. It was like, well, he's with the Canadian president. Ask him about NAFTA. Let's ask him about the wall. Let's ask him about Muslims. Let's ask him about bans. So when nobody, when nobody asked Trump about Flynn, oh, they were outraged. Twitter, you go to Twitter, it's like, how could the president, how could the, oh, he's only asking questions, easy questions. So guess what happened? Flynn resigns, done. Now it's a dead story. Now it's done. <laughs> it's, it's, he, he, not only did Trump deprive these booger eater and fart sniffers any questions, you know, with, oh, I'm in the front row. You're not, he, not only did he deny them a question, but now they're not going to be able to ask the question that they all demanded the Daily Caller to ask Trump. Because it's, it's, it's old news. It's Monday night. It's, it's, it's or two, I don't even know what the hell night is. It's Monday night. <laughs> I get my dick eggs out. It's Monday night. How come this weekend? Uh, uh, morning shows with with uh, Stephanopoulos. It's really old news now. When Conway or, or 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 Miller go on one of those shows, old news. Well, we want to talk about Flynn. Who? What do you mean the guy that fired last week? Well, let me ask you. What? What do you? I don't know. I don't. What do you want to know? Old news. It's gone. So now Trump deprives all of the booger eaters, like the Glenn Trusts and the Maggie Habermans. I am, I am Maggie Haberman. I am from the New York Times. You must call on me. Don't you understand? I am from the New York Times. Yeah? So? What point? We are from the Associated Press. We always get the first question. Okay? Guess what? Not anymore. <gasps> oh, my God! The humanity! Like I said, man, these people were promised the, the world to them. When Maggie Haberman, okay? When that jerk-off was in uh, in in ninth grade, tenth grade, and she's in her bed crying, <laughs> and her mom goes, "Maggie, what's wrong?" And she goes, "Mom, nobody invited me to the winter formal." 
Do you think it's because no one likes me? <laughs> and the mom's got to be like, oh, no, Maggie. No, no, everybody likes you. Why do you think nobody invited me to the dance? Or when Glass Rust, he's sitting there smelling his own farts. He's in 10th grade. Wearing, he's even wearing that stupid hat that he wears back in 10th grade. He's, he's, he's Ducky from Pretty in Pink or whatever the hell that is. <laughs> he's John Cryer. He's the, he's the jerk-off. He's that jerk-off. He's like, hey, guys. So uh, I hear uh, there's going to be a really cool party tonight at Brad's house. Uh, yeah, Glenn, and you're not invited. F off. And now they're sitting there in these press briefings, and they're like, you mean for the next four years? It's like high school all over again. For the next four years, i got to relive my high school days. I'm Glenn now doesn't get invited to cool Brad's house parties. I'm Maggie Haberman, who doesn't get invited to their formal. i got to take my brother. So Spike denied, denied all of asking about Flynn. So Flynn gets fired, end of story. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. You lose. Sorry, press. All right, I'm going to call on you, Bob, Skype one from New Jersey. (laughs) Thanks, Sean, for calling on me. Thanks. So there you go. Uh, Flynn uh, resigns. You got Kellogg as the interim national security advisor. The press doesn't get to ask Trump any questions about it today. And tomorrow, we move on to the next story. Good stuff, man. I love it. I love it. I, I, I love it. I love the fact that the media gets punked. And, and they just get kicked in their nuts every day. I just, I love it. I'm telling you, go online and take a look at the outrage. From the media, because they weren't called on today. You know how many stories have been done showing the scene arrangement in the in the, the the press room? I mean, I, I haven't. I, I mean, li, li, literally, literally, I, I've seen six different stories by like the New York Times, the Washington Post, where it's about seating arrangement if that ain't stories by a bunch of booger eater fart sniffers that were losers in high school i don't know what it is. they're doing stories they're not getting called on and they're not being uh sat in a place where they were used to sitting for the last five or ten years that's a story the new Trump administration, but they're they're making us sit in the back, and they're making. Huh, this this 
I'm going to write about this. Yeah, he didn't call on me. No, all the AP always gets the first question. Damn it. The press is writing articles about being called on first. Amazing. It's an amazing time. Listen, just like this to me is worth everything. It's the same thing with Hillary Clinton and the left. When when I hear some, because I have I still have a few friends on the left, and when they're like Trump's gonna get impeached, well how's he gonna get? It? He's eventually gonna do something. He's gonna mess up, and then it's got. Right. This I go okay. You know what, man? Guess what? Don't bother me. Oh yeah, but then you're trying. Listen, Hillary Clinton's not in the White House. There, there. The left is not in control of the White House. For me, it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what happens. They're going to fire Sean Spicer. Okay. Again, it doesn't matter what happens. The fact that there is no Clinton in the White House. The fact that they don't have to see George Clooney and Emil Clooney showing up at the White House. Or Katy Perry. Or Demi Lovato dancing in the White House. The fact that a Democrat is not going to be in the White House for the next four years is orgasmic to me. It's literally a wet dream from when I was 15 years old. And I thought I peed my bed. And I went... God, I peed the bed. What is this? <laughs> what is, that's what it's like. Tomorrow, Trump said, "Ah, you know what? I'm done." Uh, uh, Big Pence, he's the president now. Liberal douchebag. It don't change nothing. Don't change nothing. It don't change nothing. So all of this is is just one orgasmic dream. It really is. More. And 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 Colbert and Bill Mar- to watch all of them literally pull their hair out. <laughs> Joy Bayar, Whoopi Gold to watch them have meltdowns every day. I mean, think about what that has to, to, to consume. I, I used to work for somebody back when I was like 20 years old, 21 years old. And he used to tell me, he used to tell me, he goes, dude, what do you, what do you, you know, why, why are you worrying about this? Or, or why are you stressing this person? Why? And I go, well, he goes, man, don't let them live rent free in your brain, man. I'll never forget that. And every single day, Trump lives rent-free in these people's heads. I mean, you have people literally going to bed and waking up, you know, boycott this and boycott that, and uh, petition this and petition that. How much energy that takes 
energy that takes? See how much energy it takes to and emotion to to go to these rallies where you're Michael Moore and you're you're crying and or you're Ben Jones and <laughs> this, this 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 white light. I mean that's some serious emotions, energy. That that's and they 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 every day they do it. What are you doing today, Bob? Um, I'm going to protest at the airport. Okay. Uh, you want to go to the movies? No. All right. The next day. Hey, Bob, uh, me and uh, Catherine are going to go out. You want to join, you know, for di- No, I can't. Why? What are you doing? I'm going to another protest. Okay, Bob. See? Okay. Imagine. Every day you're going to a protest or you're going to a rally or you're working with some jerk off on some new petition to go present it to Nordstrom's because they're carrying a Donald Trump pie. That is serious energy. And at the end of the day, it's not going to change your effing thing. It's not going to change an effing thing. It's not going to change an effing thing. All the protests, all the crying, all the energy, all of that ain't going to change a thing. You still got Donald Trump as the president. If Donald Trump killed over tomorrow, you still got Mike Pence. Ask Elizabeth Warren what her bitching and moaning and crying got her. Jeff Sessions is the Attorney General of the United States of America. All the bitching and complaining and protesting and crying, Betsy DeVos is still the Education Secretary. The only thing the left has done has sucked up their own life and let Betsy DeVos, let uh, a Trump let Jeff Sessions live rent free in their brain, but not just their brain, their, their their soul, their their everyday life, every day. You watch that video of those people blocking Betsy DeVos from going to that school. So those people either don't have a life in the sense of they don't have jobs, because that that was during the day. So they either don't have jobs, which makes you ask, what kind of human beings are, are all of those people to not have jobs? Or they have jobs, and they had to take time off, which cost them money to go protest. So they had to use a sick day, or they had to use a vacation day, or they actually had to use a day where they get docked pay to go protest and scream in a woman's face who has the job. And she's going to continue to have the job. That's effing nuts, man. It's effing nuts. And it's the left. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. Guys, we'll be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. You guys are the best. Don't forget, the Rob Zakari Show. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Go to iTunes, go to Spreaker, go to iHeartRadio. We'll see you tomorrow. You are the best.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.